Hey, nonprofit founders and leaders, change makers and dreamers. Are you searching for new ways to be heard amidst the overwhelming noise and confusion of these uncertain times? Giving Heartbeat is the place to make connections and ignite sparks of compassion into forces for good and together turn unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Conversations with dynamic nonprofit champions from across the planet reveal how they turned passion into action and obstacles into achievements. I'm your host, Donna Valente. Welcome. Over the past three decades, I've met hundreds of incredible nonprofit changemakers from around the world. It's my passion and mission to promote them. This is Giving Heartbeat. Welcome. I'd like to welcome to the Giving Heartbeat this morning, Ola Ojawumi, and she is an advocate, an actor, a model, and a public speaker, and is very busy on the fronts of equal rights for people with disabilities, uh, for people of color, for intersectionality of all those different social issues. So welcome, Ola. And can you tell our audience um, how you got into the field of, of helping other people and advocating for people in your space? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it all starts with me being in high school and me um, wanting to make a change and wanting to make a difference mm-hmm. in the world. Um, mainly because I was going through my own struggles as a disabled person with a hidden disability. I use a wheelchair now, but back then I didn't. Uh-huh. And I was denied an elevator key despite having survived a heart and kidney transplant. I have issues watch- walking short distances and my school denied me an elevator key. It was a four floor high school. So walking up the steps and passing out and still not being able to get a key. I met a, I met a teacher who changed my life and she, she brought me to the school board to advocate for myself. And I eventually got the elevator key and that's, I wanted to make a difference. So other kids with disabilities didn't go through the same things, having their rights stomped upon and, and deny basic human rights and access accessibility so it all starts with high school for me I see so you went through a lot of really traumatic illnesses as a young child that must have been so difficult it was I had my heart and kidney transplant on the same day five hours apart at 11 years old wow wow that's incredible I can't imagine it just being sick that young and what your family must have gone through um but you you fought that didn't you yes and my what's what's funny is my transplants also gave me cancer it's not funny but it's it's it my transplants uh having been on immunosuppressive drugs to keep my organ transplants from rejecting um, it caused me to develop a post-transplant cancer called PTLD. Uh-huh. When I was 25, 24, I went through cancer treatment as well. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. What a struggle. I can't even imagine. You must have had a lot of support from your family and community, I would think, to, to get through all of that. I did. I had a great support from my family and my friends. 
without them, I'd be nothing. That's really awesome. So I know that you have a store where you sell lots of cool imprinted projects. Can you, or not projects, products. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think they'd make awesome gifts. Thank you. I actually have a disability pride apparel clothing line. Um, a lot of our clothes, a lot of a lot of what comes with disability is shame, but there's also a disability pride movement trying to remove the stigma from the D word. Just say it. Just say disabled. So we've got tons of disability pride clothes, and we have some uh, activist wear as well. Um, the num fifty uh, percent of we're in this Black Lives Matter moment in history right now. Mm-hmm. What people don't know is fifty percent of people killed by the police have a disability, whether it be mental illness or a physical disability. So we have shirts called Disabled Black Lives Matter. We also have Disability Pride Apparel, Got Disability Pride t-shirts, and we sell aprons, we sell coffee mugs, we sell hoodies, we sell tote bags, we sell everything. That's awesome. That's, I, I had no idea of that statistic about the people killed by police brutality being 50% being people with disabilities. Wow. That's, that's really staggering. And, and gosh, a wake up call for me. It's really sad. Um, But I think it's important. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here is to let people know there's all kinds of people out there and you don't know what battles are fighting every day. And um I just want people to be kind to each other and, and understand that there's, you know, everybody's a person and desi- deserves to be treated with, with kindness, bottom line. So I, I think I started looking at the store. The products are really cool, especially the aprons. I know there's one that I'm going to buy for my daughter. Don't listen, Carly. <laughs> um, and I know you also have a nonprofit that you started when you were very young. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I started Project Ascend, a nonprofit in in college. We provide college scholarships to disabled youth and community grants to youth service programs. Currently, we have a COVID-19 grant program that ends in December where we're providing $250 to families and people with disabilities in need and nonprofits that are supporting people of color and people with disabilities during the COVID, affected by the COVID-19 crisis. Oh, that's wonderful. Is that just around um, your community in the D.C. area? No, it's all over the United States. All over the United States. Wow, that's great. And where can people find that nonprofit to ask for help? www.project-ascend.org. Awesome. Very cool. And and, um, from your website, I read that your project Ascend has also helped people outside of the United States. Yes, our grant program helped fund uh, orphanage, uh, orphanage, a library in an orphanage in Western Edo, Nigeria. We also gave a grant to the Population Council of, of Guatemala to assist with a youth mentoring program for girls. Wow, that's great. So how, did people find you to, <clears throat> to, for these programs or did you go out and seek these programs to fund? It's a little bit of both. We accept grant applications. Um, and you can send a RFI uh, 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 request for information to team at project-ascend.org. So we found these organizations to give, but we also accept grant applications. Oh, that's terrific. And can people also donate towards your 
nonprofit if, if they would like to, if they're so moved at this season? Yes. Thank you so much for mentioning it. Oh, sure. You can donate at www.project-ascend.org slash donate. That's terrific. So where do you see the um, Project Ascend going um, in the future and, and how has COVID affected that? COVID has affected, uh, has, has affected our work because more people are in need and we wanted to be able to provide assistance. But I see our program helping, helping more, more, more um, youth-led mentorship programs across the globe. We don't want to just stay in one area. We want to be a global nonprofit that helps people from all over the world, from mm-hmm. India to Africa to South America. I see us growing and expanding into an international nonprofit. That's awesome. And is it also, is there a mentoring component as well? We just support mentorship programs. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's a great goal. Um, What else do I want to ask you? Um, Do you, what, what do you see now with the future maybe being a little bit brighter as far as the political landscape? Um, What do you find as, as challenges coming up? Well, I, I actually interned in the Obama White House as, as, as when I was 20 years old, um, and I do work in public policy and politics. I do see a brighter future for us with the election of uh, Joe Biden. I see us leaving the Trump era scarred and bruised but not broken. Um, I, I, I hope that with this new administration, people with disabilities gain more rights and gain equal equal equality in in areas like minimum wage it's legal in the united states to pay people with disabilities below minimum wage it's called subminimum wage and president biden president-elect biden has promised to appoint one person with a disability to his cabinet so i see better a better and brighter future for people with disabilities like me awesome that's great. Do you see a role for yourself in politics? Uh, I don't wish to run for office. I like doing my advocacy work um, uh, w- within, the, within the role of activists. So I've testified before Congress for affordable prescription drugs about two years ago. So that's my role. I see myself more um, on the outskirts of politics looking in. Mm-hmm. As like a patient advocate? Yes. Kind of thing. Awesome. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, that's maybe even a better spot because you m- might have more of a trust factor with the with the um, people out there, um, as well as having an influential um, an influential place in front of the politicians that make the laws. That's pretty cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that. Um, is there anything that you would like to tell? the listeners out there about um, meeting someone with a disability for a first, for the first time and, and just um, general respect. I, I don't know. It's my question's not, I'm not articulating it well. Um, what would you like to say to, to somebody who comes in contact with somebody that has a hidden disability and they don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's that's not coming out right either. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess everybody just should be kind to one another. Um, but I, I I'm I don't know what I'm actually trying to ask, and I feel kind of silly. 
Um, uh, but I know, I know that you are a wise young woman and with a lot of grace and courage. And um, I really admire what you're doing. Um, and that's how I, I came to you because I saw you um, on Facebook and, and um, some other places. And you're always fighting for the people that, um, that you want to protect and, and help um, have a voice and and live with dignity and and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. My advice to anyone coming in contact with a person with a disability for the first time, whether it's visible or hidden, is don't judge a book by its cover. Um, you'd never you'd never be able to tell that I've had all these health issues when I was um, before I became a wheelchair user, um, and I got judged for it and dismissed um, my. When you interact with people with hidden disabilities, have an open mind and an open heart to know that you can't tell somebody's struggle by looking at them. That's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, I just, I see so many people that just don't seem to have any empathy, like just uh, walking out in public without using a mask. I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand how people can be so cavalier about other people's health and, and I, and I guess all through this whole election thing, it just people's meanness seems to be coming out. And that's what I, I'm hoping goes away and never comes back. Yeah, we can hope. Yeah. I think with this new, new president, mask wearing will be more of a norm. I hope so. So do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, just small family with the people I live with. Nice. No exposure. Mm -hmm. Being very cautious this year. Thanksgiving is my is my favorite holiday because mm -hmm. I love to cook. I love to throw down in the kitchen. Oh, nice. So, what are you gonna are you gonna make a big turkey, or do you have other things you like to make? Oh, I love mac and cheese. I'll be making oh. side dishes. Nice. I love mac and cheese too. That's like my favorite comfort food. Oh, nice. If you're ever in the D.C. area, I'd love to cook you up a batch of my, my famous mac and cheese. Oh, I would love that. That sounds awesome. So if you're ever up in New Jersey, what's, let's see, uh, make a mean lasagna. Oh, yes. I love lasagna. Lasagna. And I'm making a chicken soup right now as we speak. Oh. So I like to have the, the smells in the kitchen and bake and all that. So that's fun. Well, um. I, if there's anything else that you'd like to say, now's the time to say it, or uh, if you're good, we're, we're good, but I, I really wanted to talk to you and, and um, get your, your story out there a little bit and let people know about your very cool store, and that's Ola's Truth, right? Your Ola's Truth Boutique. Ola's Truth Boutique. Okay, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I just started looking through, and and there's so many more products that I want to see on there, there that I know that are there. I know what I'm getting my daughter. Um, it's, uh, but I'm not going to say it here in case she listens before Christmas, but um, it's really cool products, people. You're not going to find them anywhere else. Great, great gifts for the holiday. And um, so I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on here again. And hopefully, fingers crossed, this recording will not get lost. I recorded, we recorded this interview on Halloween and uh, there were goblins and ghosts in the machine and I lost the whole recording. So thank you so much for your kindness. And I know you're a busy woman and coming back on here to talk with me again is 
means a lot and is really special. So I thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Donna. Take care. All right, sweetie. Take care. Bye. Bye. What a pleasure it was to have Ola Ojawumi in our studio today. And I hope you check out her wonderful website for gifts in time for the holiday season. And also on that note, I'm happy to tell you that I have a sales page up for my Bits of Me book. And I created a mini poster of my poem. And it's pretty special. I hope you check it out. The link is kind of long, so I'm going to put it in the episode notes. I'm also going to put it on my Facebook and Instagram bio. My handle is at Donnelly Valente. And also, I have some pretty cool merch for the podcast and some other designs on Amazon under the brand Cosmic Daydreams. And I just got notified yesterday that they are bumping me up to allow 25 different products. I now have at 10, so I'm going to have fun creating some new designs and putting them up on Amazon for sale. They uh, get printed and shipped pretty quickly, so you have time if you act quickly uh, for the holidays. And I wanted to thank every single listener out there. I appreciate you so much, and I'm hoping that you get some benefit out of listening to the stories, the people that I interview, and that you get inspired to give and to help uh, in, in ways that maybe you hadn't before. And I just wanted to say, I don't know what tomorrow brings, so I choose today. I'm frightened but I choose faith. I'm lost, but I choose hope. I'm human. I choose love. I have a choice. I choose to give. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Giving Heartbeat, where we make unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Please be my hero and subscribe, download, rate, and review and tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Naomi Charney for my beautiful cover art. Thanks to Chris Hogan for his theme music, Pure Magic, and to audio engineer extraordinaire Don Sternacker at Mixolydian Studios. Please take action today to support nonprofits that connect with your passion. Be the change you want to see in the world. Until next time, the beat goes on. This is Donna Valente. Peace out. Peace out.